0: So I want to talk about you know this concept of intrinsic value, objective value, um, subjective value, in relation to how we value market goods. Uh, arbitrary value might be thrown in there too. I think arbitrary pretty much is the same thing as subjectivism, but. Um, I'm basically going to summarize these ideas and these articles I linked below from, you know, Leonard Peikoff or from Ayn Rand, uh, Ayn Rand's website that describes how they view and think about uh, these terms. And I think I think these terms are especially thrown around in the in the markets, uh, you know, especially regards to, you know, the Austrian School of Economics. Which, which does have this subjective theory of value. But I think that if you look up this term and what it means, um, perhaps they didn't use the right term. Maybe they didn't use the right term, or maybe people are just getting confused on what it means. Right? I was confused, and I'm still trying to figure it out. You know, I'm not an expert here. I'm still trying to figure out what these terms mean. But I, I do think that... Um, I will say that I used to say uh, very recently that, you know, gold had intrinsic value. Um, and now that I looked up this word in relation to, you know, Iran and, and her views on this term uh, and, um, you know, Leonard Peacock's views on this term, it seems like I don't think that word is appropriate. I think that you would say it has objective it has some objective value in relation to a human goal or need, and it's it objectively exists like gold exists in the world. It wasn't created by man; it just exists. Uh, so, I think that we could say that gold uh, is just a fact of reality. Let's just say it's a fact of reality, and then how we value gold as a as humans, right? um each person is gonna value it according to their needs and goals and wishes and, and what they can do with it, the purpose gold might have. So this actually is not subjective in this in that sense. It's objective um in that it exists in reality in relation to man's purpose, goals. Wait, like what 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 can man do with it? Does it increase his his life's happiness? Does it support his life in any way? These are the questions that are objectively true or false. So, like, we all need food to eat, but a certain type of food someone may not like. Someone may not like wheat, for example. Uh, They may be allergic to it, Uh, but we all, but we can say that we all need food to survive, but we may value some other good in the marketplace more than food. Even though food is a requirement for survival, we may, in fact, value and um, airplanes more, right? Or we may say that they have this, this, they're, they're, let's see. Let's see. So she used an example of a bicycle. Someone used the example of a bicycle in one of these articles versus an airplane. We could say that the airplane is superior sort of on a, on a, just an objective standard, but the bicycle is, is fit for purpose for, for lots of needs And that it depends on the individual, how they go about valuing each one, you know, in the market. Um, And so it's super confusing because there's, there's this idea of objective reality and what exists. And, but, but applying that to man and where man is valuing something, you're always going to marry the reality, the good or service of the product with the human evaluation of the tool. and, And if it you know, what they, they can do with this tool. So that's not subjectivism though. Subjectivism is a personal uh, preference or it's just a personal, um, they, f- it's like a wishing, I think it's more wishing something to be valuable that it's sort of ignoring the objective reality of the thing. And just looking at your wishes, your personal wishes or feelings—maybe feelings—towards it. Um, so, uh, back back to gold. So Leonard Peikoff, in these articles, suggests that nothing is really intrinsic by nature. It doesn't have value intrinsic by nature. It's always in relation to a person valuing it and just saying something is good just because it's good um or bad just because it's bad doesn't make any sense without proper context and the proper context is the the evaluator or the person who's valuing the thing and there's an example of violence is violence always bad well what about for self-defense what about for uh, a police a police, um, using violence against someone who is, you know, out on a rampage. Is that bad? No, we'd probably say that's good. So it depends on the context, self-defense, right? People are allowed to defend themselves. Um, what, so whenever I was thinking about gold as intrinsic, I really wasn't thinking of it as valuable on its own or just, or just good on its own. I was thinking of the fact that it exists in reality, but that's more objective value. Um, so it just exists, I think, and that's objective. Now, does then you have to ask, well, to value gold, you have to say, well, does this help me in my life's goals? Does this, does this improve my life in any way? Does this help me achieve my my goals or whatever? So I might then value gold. How much is it worth to me? in a market sense. And then if you have many, many people doing that at the same time, the, the value or maybe the market price of any good at any time is just this, sum collection of individuals making these personal assessments, uh, on, on how they value this object in relation to their goals. So it's subjective for each person. Everyone has different needs, goals, and they're different d- at different places in their life. Uh, and, and, and maybe they don't see the same things. They don't see how it could be valuable. They have different preferences, right? Some people, we all need food to eat, but some people are hardly allergic to peanuts, right? So not everybody's going to value a peanut <laughs> the same way, uh, you know? So uh, same with drugs, right? Same with pretty much every good. Um <sighs> So intrinsic value is just looking at the thing in itself and saying it has value. And I think a lot of gold people, maybe they use this term incorrectly because that's not how I was using it. I was using it more to say, not that it had value so much. This just that it exists right outside of human, outside of the human um, element, right? But the bitcoiners, to be fair, were correct to push back and say, well, the gold isn't valuable unless. Um, unless someone, you know, can use it for something. So I will, I will give them that, you know, it's not just, it's not just going to be valuable out in the earth by itself. Um, so that, I think, I think that the values ha- relate to facts and there's this article in there about how they do Leonard Peikoff wrote and we make value judgments on whether something if it's a, if it's a natural element of the, of the world, if it's just exists like gold or something or a mountain, a mountain or gravity, we just make, uh, we have to make value judgments on whether this, this thing that just exists in our reality is good for us or might harm us or, you know, jump out of an airplane without a parachute. That's obviously bad. That's just a rule of reality, rule of gravity in this world. Um, maybe a mountain. You could say you're, I don't know. I don't know an example with mountain, but uh, so we have, so there's, there's things that exist naturally. And then there's the man-made thing, but at least of these, these articles that I link to uh, is that we evaluate both sort of depending on, on how it's, they're useful for us and to be especially Careful when evaluating man-made things. Um, so, so I, I think that um, I think that if you were to look, if you were to compare Bitcoin and gold, you you if you're going to try to figure out what gold is, gold exists outside of man. It's not man-made. It just it's just of nature. How would we value gold? Well, we value it based on our purposes and what we can do with it to help our our life. That's sort of an objective standard. Uh, but but we're doing this in mass. I mean it's not just you, it's everybody in the world who might value it for their own purposes. So this is where we get this socially objective value for for, for perhaps the valuation of gold or price of gold if you want to say that. Um I would say that the that maybe the bitcoiners are, are doing this to some degree because if they if they see bitcoin and they see it as this object maybe it doesn't maybe it's man made which i think it is i think that they have to concede that but what can you do with the bitcoin how does it help your life well if you can if you can flip it right if you can f- flip it to at a higher level price right or short it or trade it or whatever you're going to do with it and and you can make money off of that activity then bitcoin you could say absolutely has helped and improve your life, right? Because you've been able to flip it. That's a trading scheme. Um, if you think that you can use it in a medium of exchange outside the government, outside the banks, right? If you can move it easily and it represents some kind of fiat value of wealth, right? Maybe that's maybe that also serves your, your purposes and goals. So Bitcoin, I think, is man-made, and I think depending on your purpose, people act and buy and sell Bitcoin in the market to benefit themselves in some capacity. So they value it in some way, right? Or they trade it in some way. And it's really weird because valuing the Bitcoin, you could think that it might go up in price or down in price um, and try to make money off of the trade, or you could value the services that that the Bitcoin miners provide where they're confirming transactions and maybe you can send someone a payment, right? In dollars, but through Bitcoin, uh, maybe you value that, right? So there could be objective reasons why someone interacts with crypto or Bitcoin, right? Or values maybe the services that it sort of provides in a way. Now I say services, sort, you know, kind of in quotes here because Bitcoin is, there's no contractual re- relationship. No one has to, you know take your take your bitcoin no one has to uh take your bitcoin exchange your bitcoin for dollars uh no one has to put your bitcoin transaction right in the blockchain um no miner has to actually include your 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 bitcoin transaction so it's sort of a, a game based on faith in a way and, I mean you do have to take things in faith like there's no contract you can go to in the legal system sense of the world to enforce anyone to take your Bitcoin from you. Um, now, I, I think I'm getting hung up on the word value, right? Subjective, some kind of market value price for Bitcoin. Um, because there's only so much maybe you can do with the Bitcoin. Most people, I think, are speculating on the price, right? The trading scheme. Most people are... Um, You know, maybe some people are using it to to move money around uh, or payments. I think that's probably pretty low, just in my opinion. I mean, maybe there's some people, but most people are not using it for that, I don't think. Um, But what price should it be? So if you're just looking to use it as a payment mechanism, you really, you want stability, or at least you think you would because you don't want to be on the wrong side of the trade. So for payments, you're not looking for price appreciation, you're looking for just, you know, stability. Uh, If you're speculating, you are looking for price, you know, appreciation or depreciation, depending on the direction of your trade. Um, But if it's just a trade, that only helps you make more dollars, right? It doesn't help you. What else does it help you with? Yeah, you can make more dollars, make more money from it, which, which allows you to have more money to buy things you want. That's a good that's a purpose. But does it sustain your life in any other fundamental way? Like, does it actually do anything else for you? You can't eat it, you can't, I mean, you can't even really look at it, right? It's a number. Um, it doesn't really exist, I would say. It's a man-made, like, abstraction that, that doesn't really exist. Like, do numbers really exist in reality? Those are, those are just man-made, I think, tools, um, the, the, the language of mathematics, it's a way to uh, conceptualize reality, and it's a very good tool. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not trying to beat up math, but it doesn't really exist. Bitcoin is sort of the same thing. It doesn't actually exist. Um, it's just some some ledger, right? Some some abstract ledger. It's it's not a commodity. Uh, and I you know I take issue mainly with the bitcoiners um, not really wanting to debate what Bitcoin is really not wanting to 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 concede like or explain how Bitcoin is actually a commodity um, they just sort of say it's a commodity and they don't back it up right they don't back up their views I think that they wish it was a commodity um, and that that that, what is that? Is that subjectivism coming in here where they wish Bitcoin were a commodity? I think so. Um, they also have no idea what, how to value it really or what price it should be at. Uh, an arbitrary, I guess, value. And they say, well, people will decide, you know, the, the, the people will decide their own for their own um, self, what, what it should be worth, and then the market will just move wherever the the, the masses are. Um, but they don't tie it back to the reality, so it's like, okay, it could do that; it could move around in price. It moves around all the time. But but why why would it, or what what is causing it to move? Are people why are why are people valuing Bitcoin less today, right than they were six months ago? What fundamentally changed? More people decided Bitcoin is not going to help them with their goals in life or or help them do something, right? Or I guess they figured it's not going to go up as much. I don't know. Why why are people even buying it? Uh, How does it help their life? Well, I think number one, trading, right? To the extent that you can make money on that. And number two, perhaps, you know, payments, but payment for payments, you don't want it moving around in price. You want it to be stable. So like right now when, when the price is all over the place, uh and you're trying to make payments in this thing, it's not helpful. It it's not good. You don't like it when it's jumping around and you're trying to do payments in Bitcoin. Uh merchants don't like it, and the people that, that are paying in Bitcoin don't like it either. Um so so um The Bitcoiners never really talk about how they value Bitcoin, you know, objectively. What Bitcoin is objectively. Would they say that it doesn't exist? I don't know. I think that they would agree it's man-made, but would they claim that it doesn't exist? I don't think it exists, like in, in reality. It, it exists in man's mind, right? It exists just as this abstraction. Um, just like numbers don't exist. Just like you can't own a number. Uh, And it's weird that that um, I was listening to this one lawyer uh, who I who I I like his takes, but he was saying that the UK is going to maybe carve out a separate property item line item for for uh, crypto, I guess, because it's like a secret number that they say, well, can be acquired. It's knowledge. And then it's hard. It's hard to determine. Yeah, but we don't know that. I mean, it, we could we could build faster computers. We could you could guess one, you could guess a secret. I mean, so Bitcoin secrets there's there's some there's some Bitcoin wallets right that were easy to guess, just like bitcoin or something or satoshi, right? Those wallets got drained, but people could guess what those secrets were. So you I mean, Bitcoin secrets could be very difficult to crack or could be easy to crack and it's just I don't know. I mean, you throw enough computing power at it. <laughs> I don't know if it's luck. Just like I don't know if it's based on luck. Just like the mining is sort of based on luck. Um, or what. But. I still don't think. Just because you say it's hard to figure out what a secret is. I mean someone could steal your secret. But how are you going to prove ownership. Over that. I mean. How are you going to prove that. I-, I don't know. I don't think that that's correct. I think they're trying to shoehorn. They're trying to like. Make our exist um, existing common law or property laws fit Bitcoin because it's just so different. But you have to ask your ask the question: Why is it so different? Is it is it because it's not real? Is it because it's just this subjective? Well, I don't want to use the word subjective, but um, I don't think it exists. I don't think it really exists. It's just this man-made abstraction. Now, I guess you could say that, so are man-made abstractions, I mean, I, I guess, are they real? I don't know what real means in that in that term. Like, are numbers real? I think that, I don't know, maybe they're, I, I think that they're just concepts, right? They're just, they're just something of the mind. Um, but do they actually exist? I don't know. I guess I have to think about that, that more. Um, but I I do think that that bitcoiners tend to think that subjective value theory. Uh. Means just whatever they want it to mean. I mean, it's just a personal preference, no basis in reality. But I think that's what they're missing. They're missing the reality element where you compare. Yes, it's a subjective somewhat. It's a process where you are interacting with the item and, and de- you know, determining what can this do for my life and how you value it. So someone is value, evaluating Bitcoin. What can this do for my life? Well, maybe I would just want to trade it. That would be, I guess, an objective uh, valuation because I'm a, I'm, I'm, Um, I am thinking about Bitcoin in relation to myself, but with objective goals I have, which is maybe like trade and make, make more money, make capital gains, gains on Bitcoin. Right. Versus, um, someone just randomly saying, well, Bitcoin should be 500 K. Uh, well, based on what, uh, or, or 1 million based off of what, um, just their wishes. It's it just seems like wishes, right? Just seems like, well, if everybody piles into Bitcoin, maybe the price will go up. Uh, but that's just that um, that presents a problem, right? That's not sustainable. So even if you could say, well, yes, this will push the price up if, if people people collectively agree or individually agree that Bitcoin is a good inflation hedge or that they should all go into Bitcoin. I guess you could say that would push the price up, but is that sustainable? Is that a real fundamental valuation of Bitcoin or is that just people rushing in to to manipulate a price to then exit and make some gain? Uh, And is it subjective to say Bitcoin should be at such and such price in the future? I think it's a wish, it's a whim, it's a personal preference. Um, but it doesn't really have any basis in reality. I mean, they some of them try to compare it to gold, right? Gold's market cap or whatever. And they try to say, well, if this many people across the world piled into Bitcoin like they're piling into gold, then it, it should be worth this much price. But Bitcoin doesn't have anything to do with gold. I mean, just calling something digital gold it means nothing. Gold is something that exists of nature. Bitcoin is, is just this man-made, you know, abstraction, I guess if you want to call it, man-made thing that exists. I mean, it doesn't really exist, but I guess it exists in man's heads. Um... I think that that a lot of Bitcoiners are missing um, the reality part. They're missing what is it about Bitcoin that actually helps my life, right? Right now, they they want Bitcoin to be money. They want it to be used as a medium of exchange. They want it to be legal tender. Um, All I hear, I want Bitcoin to be the world reserve currency. I want the state to start mining it. I want the Federal Reserve to start buying it up. All of these are wishes. I want Bitcoin to go to a million. Everyone's going to use Bitcoin as an inflation hedge. That hasn't really panned out. Like they like to talk about, well, if you do a long enough time horizon, but that's just arbitrary. Your, your Bitcoiners are constantly picking out time periods that that serves their goal, right? And that are completely arbitrary and subjective. And there's no fundamental reason really uh, that explains why Bitcoin is an inflation hedge. Um, you would you would need to go deeper than just they're printing dollars and everything is going up. That's not a good enough answer for me, right? Um, I don't think it is. So uh, the, their their answers are not. They don't explain anything, uh, and I, I think I need further proof of, of of why Bitcoin might be stable in the future, which they think it is. They think it's going to go up to some price that they're all happy with, maybe a million dollars a coin, and then they think it's just going to be stable. Stable there. They have no proof for this. This is just a I wish. They like to say, well, if there's broad enough adoption, it won't. It won't go down in price. Everyone will just be hodling it. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Why? Why can't it be stable right now? Why? Why? Why is this some far off goal in the future? This is all just I wishes without any backing no explanation for why any of their predictions or or wishes let's just say are going to come true they're not based in reality they don't give you any explanation they can't even admit that bitcoin is not a commodity all right i'm trying to see how bitcoin is a commodity and i just can't I, I can't see it and they won't even debate these fundamental things within with anybody because they don't want to be exposed. And they're they're being dishonest, I think, by not wanting to, to debate this stuff. Or, you know, why is it anyone pushing back on these ideas? You know, I think they're just accepting them. They're just sort of, um, they're just so confused. There's so many things going on in Bitcoin. But I think if you really want to understand it, you need to focus on what it is. And, and the questions that they are avoiding, right? Which is, what is Bitcoin? What is it? Uh, really? What is it? <laughs> uh, how is it a commodity? Why do I need it? How does it help my life? And and prove your statements about all these these future predictions about how it's going to be the money and it's going to replace the dollar, right? Or how it's independent from the dollar? Or how it's going to go up to a million dollars a price? They need to start proving their claims. And. Uh... <clears throat> <laughs> I, um, <clears throat> I linked some articles here and, you know, the Bitcoiners are very into mice, the mice's school. They're very into, um, Austrian economics and they usually, they usually, um, <clears throat> but but one has to wonder: Are they perverting the school? Are they perverting the subjective theory of value? Because subjective theory of value means um, valuing something personally in relation to your goals and object, right? That you might value. It doesn't mean arbitrarily. It doesn't mean not in relation to reality, or 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 just just on a whim. You have to you have to evaluate how it's going to actually help you and your goals. And I just tend to think that, you know, so the Ayn Rand objectivist school of thought is somewhat related, I guess, to the Austrians because they believe in, you know, capitalism uh, without government controls. But, you know, the Austrians, I guess, are, are deep. They're more focused on just the economic part of it. Um, and then Iran is focused on more of the broader, you know, capitalism uh basis rooted in philosophy, how you get to capitalism rooted in philosophy. And I just tend to think that if Ayn Rand were here today, uh I don't think that she would be pro-Bitcoin. I think that she wouldn't call it a commodity, and this is just my speculation. Uh but I don't think she'd call it a commodity and I think that um I think that she'd she she'd say that <sighs> Uh, Bitcoin is the way that people are, are valuing Bitcoin is mainly off of, of wishes or what they what they hope will happen, but but not really based off of. Um, well, I'm getting back to that objective sense, so. Again, if you think that you can make you can make money on Bitcoin or if you think the price is going to go up, I guess that's that's evaluating Bitcoin in relation to your goals, which is make money on Bitcoin. I guess that's using, you know, your your purpose and reality to some extent. Um, But I think that she would say calling it a commodity is just a rejection of reality. I think she, she would say calling it money right now is a rejection of reality. I think she might say maybe it's a it could be a money substitute but just calling it calling it um you know uh the money of the future that's just a wish there's no basis in reality for that there's no evidence for that um saying it's just going to go up in price i mean why should it unless you think everyone's just going to pile on i don't know i have to think i have to think more about you know whether people are actually valuing it objectively or not um And this uh, this intrinsic versus subjective or objective point of view, it's usually the gold people talk about intrinsic value, which now I'm not going to use that word because it just means value, I guess, without a valuer. Um, It exists independent of man versus Bitcoin doesn't exist independent of man. Uh, But but to value both, you have to have the, the human valuing the thing according to their own goals. Uh, and how this thing improves your life or what you could do with it. Um, why you would value it now? I don't know. I mean, just trading an object, is that really just valuing something? I don't even know if that would really count as like something to value. I guess you could say yes. Cause if you were buying up some resource, I don't know, cattle, and it was like a low price and then you knew you could sell it to someone else for more uh, fatten them up or whatever, or do something or no, not fatten them up. You just flipped it. You just flipped it to somebody else who paid more. I mean, I guess that's insight. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I struggle with this idea. Um, but I tend to agree with, with them not to use the word intrinsic. I don't think it belongs here. I think that the gold has properties that are, are outside of man, but we shouldn't say maybe intrinsic value because value implies someone is valuing a thing, some person. Um, but I, I do think that, I do think that the people should be aware that, that, that we value things based off of objectivity. I think when you think, when you see the word objectivity, think of reality and think of your, your real goals and purposes, not, um, not some subjective, arbitrary uh, wish or whim. Uh, I think, and I think that's part of the problem with Bitcoin is everyone buys it because they wish something would happen in the future. They wish the price to go up in the future. But that's not helping you now. That's like just a, a, a hope, a pray. You're praying that the price is going to go up if you buy Bitcoin because you want to trade out of it and you want to make money but that doesn't actually serve your needs now. And there's no way you can really affect that price, like, unless you're a whale, right? And you can manipulate the market. There's no way for you to actually make that come true. Versus if you were gonna buy some food or something or value something objectively in reality that, that serves your needs, like, so you can either buy some cattle and fatten them up, right? And, and through your own hard work or through the feeding of them, you're able to make more money off the cows or through buying some food, you're able to sustain your life, right? And that food is worth so much to you. Um, maybe some healthy food or something, maybe some some barbecue or brisket, because you like meat. Uh, yeah, so the problem with Bitcoin is that you're buying this thing, maybe hoping for the price to go up, and you have no effect on that price. Again, unless you're a whale that can manipulate the price around, you're just hoping and praying And it's sort of, you're leaving it up to the gods. It's almost like, well, I don't know where the price is going. I'm just hoping and praying again, uh, not talking about people that have inside information or that can manipulate the market here. I'm talking about people who don't have that, that privilege. And I do believe there's people out there who do have that privilege. So if you don't have that privilege, know that other people, uh, are are probably manipulating you or you just, just know that you have the, the lower, lower, lower hand here, (laughs) but again, you're just a, you're, you're a peon, you're just hoping and wishing you're not able to just do anything with this Bitcoin or make the, the value go up. You're just hoping and, and wishing to, you know, praying to God, right, that it's going to happen. That is something very different than, than valuing some good objectively and, uh, and being able to, to, to do something with it in your environment, maybe. Um, now I'm thinking about stocks now and I'm thinking about passive investors and this is bringing up all kinds of stuff in my head now that, that don't, doesn't really fit. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just going to end with the, with the idea that the, you know, I concede perhaps people are objectively valuing Bitcoin um, because the, they're they're looking at Bitcoin and they're valuing it in in accordance with their own goals in life. Um, but the people that are perhaps just just buying it and wishing it to go up in price—that's more of a subjective, personal whim of a value. If they don't have any explanation for why the price, you know, maybe might go up. Yeah. I don't know. But if anyone has any thoughts, you can you can uh, um, call in. <sighs> this is a very hard topic and I have I again I just read this stuff. I'm not the expert, but these are the ideas in my head that I struggle with. <laughs> so, maybe I'll do another show on this, you know, again and Maybe it doesn't even matter. I don't know, <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I really, I really like to debate somebody that 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 could explain why is Bitcoin a commodity. Just what is Bitcoin? Like, just explain what it is in 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 our reality. They just sort of say it's a commodity and leave it at that. <laughs> That doesn't do it for me. I need to know more. I need to know why it's a commodity. And um, how people are valuing Bitcoin. Objectively in their own life. To for some goal or purpose. And maybe what is that goal or purpose? Maybe it is to get out of a country. Right. The war turned country. I don't know. But I tend to think it's mainly just to trade it. And to make capital gains on it, I think that's why most people are in it.